This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. Did anybody try to get some groceries on Good Friday? I did. The only open store anywhere nearby was a Whole Foods in Yorkville. Of course, that's one of the most expensive stores, and it was one of the only Whole Foods outlets that was open. It was open because it's in a designated tourist area. Excuse me. And the words land office business do not begin to describe the madhouse there. And I'm pretty sure that the people waiting in a lineup to park and jamming the aisles were not tourists. So is that fair to other retailers who lost business to them? And now that we are a multicultural 24-7 society, shouldn't we be allowed to shop on Good Friday if we want to? On the other side of the equation are workers who would have to work instead of being with their families. But there's a fairness issue here, too. You know, why do the workers in a tourist area, they have to work while workers elsewhere do not? Uh, So these are all age-old issues. I remember all of this with the same issues when I covered the battle for Sunday shopping in the early 90s. And Sunday now, I believe, is the busiest day for a lot of grocery stores. In the midst of all this, Toronto City staff are asking for public consultations on whether more retailers should be allowed to open on these holidays. Of course, we want to hear from you. The numbers 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Let's get right to it. We have Dave Wilkes, who is the Senior Vice President of Government Relations at the Retail Council of Canada, and Bev Dawn, who is the Director a director at the Toronto Association of Business Improvement Areas and the head of her own BIA in the Lawrence area. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Hi, Bev. You too. (laughs) <laughs> okay, let's let's start with Dawn. Uh, what do you think of the situation as it stands now? Are you talking to me? Oh, sorry. No, yes, I'm talking yeah. to Dave. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yes, I was. I had missed who you had called on as well. So thank you for the clarification. Um, certainly, it's a it's a very um, confusing situation for consumers. Uh, uh, the current rules. We are looking forward to uh, participating in the city's uh, consultations as it relates to uh, holiday openings and uh, and really hearing uh, customers and, and the public's views on this. I think there's a couple of key points, Libby. You made them in your opening remarks, but it is a 24-7 world now, and not only are retailers competing with uh, folks around the corner and then the designated tourist areas, for example, but online shopping, as uh, we all know, is a growing phenomenon. So uh, consumers, um, not necessarily, to a certain extent in grocery, but another retail as well, can shop from the comfort of their couch, uh, you know, on whatever day they choose and at whatever time they choose. So I think the the city regulations, uh, it it is a good timing to take a look at them and good timing to ensure the 
they, they reflect both what the, uh, um, the the people of Toronto want, but also reflect uh, the current society and business environment with which we uh, we're operating in. So uh, we welcome uh, we welcome the uh, consultations. Now, Bev, yeah. you are allowed to open on these retail holidays. I am. I happen to have a craft store and it's under the square footage and it's under the staff so allowances. So we are, you know, we can participate on those days. We choose not to, but um, it was actually, we referenced to the Sunday openings. It was exactly the same sort of rules. And um, when we had our store on the beaches also, we did open on the Sundays and we were allowed to and we're not punished for that. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, basically, I'm sure you make your decision based on, on whether it's worth it and you'll get the traffic. Totally. I mean, in RBIA, which is at Young and Lawrence, um, people uh, would not come here if it was just me being open. I mean, you would have to have the whole area being open and available to all our residents and things like that. You couldn't just, you know, for a couple of stores that are allowed to open, you're not going to draw the traffic and it really wouldn't be worth it. Mm-hmm. But as a, a director of the uh, Toronto Association of BIAs and your own BIA, what's your position on this? The position is, is that uh, small businesses should um, have the choice. You know, the only um, caveat is that this, uh, the staff would want to work it and not be penalized if they don't work it. That's really an important issue. You know, it's interesting. Uh, we did a little uh, a teaser chat on this uh, earlier, and uh, I got an email from one of our listeners, and I'm just uh, looking it up here. But But basically what she said was, uh, again, she brought up the issue of the workers having to work on the holiday. And what she said was, don't tell people who work on holidays to volunteer. It's just not true. And she says she worked in retail for 20 years. And uh, I I believe her because I, I know cases of people who work in retail. And even if they're supposed to have the choice, they really don't. Well, I mean, I, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, all the people down at the Eaton Center and, as you say, at that Whole Foods food store, I mean, whether they had the option or not, they were working, and, you know, that is part of the deal. So, I mean, then take it away from everybody then. Let's make it really fair and go back to the old ways and not open at all, which obviously in this day and age is not going to happen. Um, Dave, uh, what do you make of the whole issue surrounding whether workers would have to work on those days? Yeah, I I'm have a similar view as Bev done. That, uh, it really should be a level playing field so that uh, the retailers uh, have the choice whether to open or not and serve their uh, customers in the, in the way that um, uh, maintains that relationship with the customers. In many cases, from a, a worker point of view, uh, there is uh, that choice provided where possible. There is also premiums paid for mm-hmm. For working on holidays, uh, we do have a, a multicultural uh, society, so uh, certain holidays uh, have uh, different importance for uh, uh, for uh, uh, particular people. So I do believe that the option to be able to open and have consistent uh, regulation within the city as and provide that choice is important. Also, as uh, Bev did mention, but in certain malls, there's requirements to open on particular days uh, and uh, within particular uh, time frames as well. So we really do have a, a bit of a cornucopia right now that is uh, a leading to an unlevel playing field, leading, leading to confusion both amongst uh, you know shoppers and folks that are working and I think understanding uh, what the cities, uh, uh, the folks within the city are expecting and ensuring that 
competition is fair for all is something that is a really important and part of what we'll be stressing as we participate in these discussions. Okay. Um, the other question that I have, uh, this is the city, but isn't the Retail Holiday Business Act, um, what level, I just please refresh my memory, is that provincial or federal I don't know. So there are, uh, allow me to take that one. Uh, the, this particular um, uh, provisions are uh, uh, being administered by the city. There is a Retail Holiday Business Act at a provincial level that cities can uh, amend and provide exemptions to. I know that various uh, cities around the province have looked at doing different things. You have the tourist exemptions here in uh, in Toronto. So there are various levels of government um, involved. What we're talking about uh, today down at City Hall is how the city uh, has interpreted its, uh, the current regulations and whether they need to be updated to reflect uh, uh, the current times. Okay, so they don't need any... Governing. Sorry, they, they don't need any kind of uh, agreement from the provinces. Uh, to the best of my uh, understanding, no, because they are, would be amending their exemptions and their interpretation. Okay, I'm going to give the numbers out again. The number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. We're talking about holiday shopping, and right now there is uh, a patchwork of rules regulating which stores can be open and which stores can be closed on those retail holidays. So, uh, listeners, we want to know, do you think that those rules should be relaxed? Do you think that it should be a level playing field with the same rules for every retailer? Or do you think we should keep some restrictions so at least some workers will get those days off? The numbers to call again, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And um, either of you, have uh, you quantified uh, the difference? I mean, would would anyone be able to hazard a guess how much grocery stores that are open um, make or take business away from retailers who can't be open? Yeah, right now, uh, so the, the challenge is, uh, as you've indicated, there is so um, limited exemptions right now. So it's really difficult to forecast from a grocery point of view uh, what sales are uh, might have been uh, lost over particular uh, retailers versus those that are open. Uh, you know, we from a grocery perspective, it is pretty universal that uh, the stores are, are are treated the same. Where I think the challenge is, and I think where Bev was was getting to, is that you know outside the grocery environment, you do have different uh, types of stores that are uh, different stores selling the same products that are open uh, that are uh, competing at a you know an unlevel playing field uh, as I've called it. And uh, I'll repeat some of the concerns about the changing shopping con, uh, patterns around online and the ability to uh, to purchase. And we certainly have uh, seen a growing percentage of sales uh, uh, from an online perspective, um, taking away uh, sales from uh, the bricks and mortar stores, as we, we refer to them. So I don't have a hard number. I don't have a an ability to say it would be X million dollars. But what we do have an ability to say is that when offered the convenience, when offered the choices, experienced through the online environment, consumers uh, will respond. And I think that's a, a really important recognition of the way that uh, Canadians and Torontonians have changed their shopping behaviors and ones that need to be uh, reflected uh, in today's regulations. Well, I mean, obviously that would be happening, you know, regardless of of any kind of holiday opening. So I guess uh, you have to separate the extent to which it is happening 
but, you know, I think it's also true, and uh, tell me if you agree, that that when people have a day off, sometimes they're a bit at loose ends or they want to get away from the family, and shopping is kind of uh, recreational. Am I right? Oh, <laughs> I can only uh, comment from personal observation and experience, but, yes, I certainly think there is some of that. But I, I think, Libby, just to, to, to reiterate the point that, you know, the choice of where to shop and how to shop and who to shop with, whether it's Bev's stores in the store, excuse me, in the Young and Lawrence area or online, should be one that is a choice made by the consumer, not by uh, dictated to by differing regulations that are treating different mediums or forms of shopping differently. Yeah, and so and I think that's a really important. Bev, I'd be interested in your point whether you your experience consumers that are looking for all variety of ways to satisfy their shopping needs, including online and, and the impact that they may be having. Oh, totally. As, you know, we've been in business for 46 years, so we've seen it all. Yeah. But the thing is, is that, you know, people, people do want to shop online. They, you know, it's really more difficult with our product. So, I mean, and the bricks and mortars are taking a hit because of that. But, Libby, I want to go back to what you said in your question, was definitely if you'd had a choice, of going to the Whole Foods, the one Whole Foods store in Yorkville that was open, or going to your local Metro or Dominion, or not your Dominion, your um, whatever, or whatever, anything, you would have chosen your local store. Uh, it, so, yeah, it depends. Probably on on that day. On that I mean, day. I I do occasionally. I'll say I I go to a number of different grocery stores. But yeah, on that day, because I ended up having to go back to a regular grocery store the next day, right? And it was really crowded. But anyway, let's uh, we have uh, callers lining up. So uh, let's take a few calls, starting with Ross in Coburg. Hello, Ross. Hi, Libby. I called in to say that I think the current system is so disjointed so unfair i think it should be all or nothing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah a lot of people would uh, would agree with that yep. i totally do yeah like either give it, I, either let just... everybody open at yep. their at the, you know if that's their choice or everybody stays closed who the heck is to say somebody can and somebody can't? That's nonsense. And there's and there's one of the questions I have is who determines if you're a tourist area? Who determined who determined that my store could open but my next door neighbor couldn't? It's totally disjointed. Yeah. It, it's, and I said, believe me, uh, when it came to the grocery stores, I can I can be absolutely certain that if if there were two tourists in there, that would have been a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go to Dorothy in Toronto. Hi, Dorothy. Oh, hi, Libby. I'm glad you have this on because I, I really think that the stores should be open, retail therapy, <laughs> department stores and uh, going to Loblaws, all the great big stores, uh, and, and talking to people. It's a real outing, and a lot of people don't get to go away on holidays, you know? Uh, yeah, and, and even people who observe the holiday this morning, I was having a chat with Eva D. And she has a big Easter dinner. She observes Easter, but she was missing a few ingredients. People were coming for lunch on Saturday. Aww. And, and uh, you know, after church, they could have gone and got their three ingredients. But uh, And her, uh, her husband had to park blocks away. Anyway, long story. But it, it's, you know, even for people who observe the holiday, it doesn't necessarily. Well, and you don't have to be, even be observing it. I know that for myself, I had to make sure that I got everything on my list on Thursday to do my Friday dinner. Well, you know, and it was real I was in panic if I thought I had missed something. Oh yeah, don't don't you love it when you go and there's one thing they don't have. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you need it. Anyway, thanks for your call. Let's go to uh 
Is it Venus? Hello. Hello. Hi, Lizzie. Hi. First time. Oh, just a minute. <laughs> there we go. Welcome. Yes, yes, thank you. You said just call a comment on Sandbag, feed the homeless, and children and queen, and bunch of that. I run out of bread. So I walk around three and a half hours trying to find a place that open. I come to a corner store in Richmond and Jarvis. And I went in, and the guy had four bread just sitting there. I said, how much is this? It's $15. I said, for what? The bread. I said, you're crazy there, one, the bread. He said, $15. So I said, okay, it's for the homeless. Can I give you $10? He said, no, it's $15. I said, okay, can I have three for $10? No. Two. Well, there, there, that's a loaf of bread. That is quite the story, Venus. Thanks for sharing that. You know, it's just awful. There is no place open. Well, exactly. And thank you. And keep up the good work, you and the rest of guys. Yeah. Okay. All the best. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you, love. Okay. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That was stunning. (laughs) Yeah, that that really was. Wow. Um, Okay, uh, let's go to Doug in Lindsay. Hi. Uh, uh, Just uh, going back to when they first started the Sunday opening. Yep. uh, All it did was increase the prices, uh, the cost and the prices uh, subsequently. Uh, I'm not sure that's true, Doug. If you had $50 a week to spend on groceries, you spend it on six days. If you spread it over seven days, that was all. People didn't spend any more money. Hmm. And I don't remember anybody uh, that uh, starved to death. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I can't respond to that because I'm, I'm not sure that that's true. Um, do either of you have any idea, Dave? Never even thought of that. <laughs> yeah. and so um, certainly it's not been our ex- experience that uh, uh, it really has been more around convenience and, and as your earlier caller, caller said, uh, making sure that you have the ability to, uh, to uh, purchase the items you need uh, when you need them. I do know from an overall perspective, the cost of groceries uh, within a Canadian context and, and in the major markets such as Toronto is very competitive. Uh, we have uh, some of the most competitively priced uh, food uh, offerings in, in, um, uh, around the world. Uh, average increases in food costs are often at or below overall inflation. So we do uh, see that because of the competition, uh, there really isn't um, steep increases in food prices, except in those uh, instances where you might have particular shortage of things due to climate changes, and that's often around uh, produce items. But overall, grocery prices have been very, very competitive over the last uh, several years. Okay, uh, we're running out of time. I'll try, uh, try to take a few more calls here. We've got... Stephen in Parkdale, there's something wrong. Okay. Do we have you, Stephen, in Parkdale? You do. You're on the air. I'm here, yeah. So can I preface my remark by saying I actually voted for Bob Ray. I'm not Christian, and I'm a single guy. But I think having stories open all the time has led to the breakdown in the families. And I, I really think having a common pause day, it was a good idea. We can't go back in time, but you know, ha- having days that we have to be shut, and it doesn't have to be because of religion. You know, the family days are good examples. That's not a religious day, but making people, forcing people to be able to be interacting with their own family is a good idea. I think. Okay, well, that's. Uh, I just certain- want to say something to that. Um, 
Bill and I, you know, because we are retail and everything like that, our pause day was Monday. Right, whatever it is. You, you know, know, so it, it wasn't necessarily had to be the Sunday, which went way back when, or or any of these other holidays, for that matter. But it should be, yeah. you know, one where people can say, okay, we're taking the kids out of school because everybody's on the same schedule. Yeah, you want a day that everybody gets the same day, and Bev's uh, point is that, that she picks her own day. Yeah. But, uh, As a retailer, I, that's what I did. We did. I, I, I get your point. Thanks so much for your call. You're welcome. Okay, we're going to take one. We're going to take one last call from Marianne in Burlington. Hello, Marianne. Hi. Um, I agree with Bob. I'm really upset about this whole thing that's going on because he's right. The family is just broken down. Like, there's no time. And the people that work in retail, they don't get a holiday to spend with their family, which is not right. And I think everybody that's saying, oh, open, do this, do that, are very selfish and not thinking of the poor people that have jobs and have to work, and they do not get a choice. They have to work. You know what, Marianne? It's so unfair. I, I, I understand your point of view, but the fact is that there are lots of professions where that's the case. So people who I work in... that's the case for that. But retail is not... You do not... It's not an essential thing. Like, you've got your days, you know they're going to be closed, and you can work around that. The same as before Sunday shopping... People worked around it. They worked. They did their shopping on Friday, Saturday. But I'm, j- I'm just about Sunday. I'm right? just saying. So, for instance, people who work in my business have to work on holidays. People who work in healthcare, you're right. That is essential. Be- essential. That's different things. You know, going into that. But this family breakdown to me is when all the stores are wide open. People don't have a day, and then. People that work in retail can't spend a holiday with their family. Okay, can I just say something okay. here? Is that that really isn't the argument right now? That would have gone back to Sunday opening. The argument right now is why does um, a supposedly declared area get to open where another area cannot open just on the whim of whoever makes that decision? Yeah, that's, um... that's really what we're arguing here. It isn't that we need a family day. That's, that's already gone. The Sundays are gone. Everybody can open on Sunday. So now the argument is, why does the Eaton Center get to open on Good Friday, but the, my merchants up here in Young Lawrence Village or in uh, some other small BIA do not? Yeah. Okay. We, we're going to have to wrap things up. Uh, Bev, I think that's a good summary from you. And by the way, Marianne, thanks for your call and uh, certainly understand your feelings. Dave, uh, what would you like to leave us with? You know, and, uh, and I think that uh, we, we are see, seeing a, a changing uh, uh, retail environment. It has continued to change over the last uh, several years. I've mentioned some of the influences from online uh, to uh, to a, a very different society. So I think what we would say in the bottom line is the city's doing the right thing by uh, having consultations on this and making sure that we have a fair competition within the city. We have choice for the retailers in the way that they serve their consumers, and we we, uh, we respect uh, individual opinions. So uh, I'm very pleased to see this discussion happening, and I think it's long overdue. Okay. Well, thank you both. Thank you to Bev Don. And Dave Wilkes. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.
You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.